1: Hi, this is Monique.
0: And this is Sydney.
1: And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's
0: Open Relationship.
1: It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends, how many of us have them? Mother and daughters, is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute.
2: It's no good unless it's open. (laughs) That's what's up. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome to Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. Hey, baby. Because, you know you what? You're looking at me like I was going to stop you from saying what you were saying. No, I wanted you to come on in and say something else with me. You know, like when I say, hey, welcome to Monique's open, Monique and Sydney's open relationship, and then I look to you.
2: And then I say, hey. And then I'm going to throw it back to you. Okay. Give it to him.
1: Hey. Well, listen. So, well, first let me say hello to everyone and hey to you, my daddy. Hey, love. Um, today's show is going to be really interesting. And we were supposed to do it a couple weeks ago, but, you know, different things came up that we had to talk about. And we had to get back to this show because we think that it is really important to have this conversation. And what is the title of this show, Daddy?
2: Are you able to hold on to anger longer than happiness? Well, are you?
1: Are you able to hold on to anger longer than you can... Happiness. Now, I have a smile on my face right now, okay, because my daddy looking right in my face like, you know, I'm talking to your ass. But I don't want to be dealt with right now,
2: okay? (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Because she was the inspiration for this, you know, along with others. Because, you know, life is of such where you don't just see things that happen one time There's a culmination of things that happen, and you find out that it's just not specific to you. Right. Because we all are human beings, and you run into those that are like you. You run into those that are not like you, and that's part of the balance of what makes life go around, you know? So as it pertains to you and I, what are your thoughts in reference to are you able to hold on to anger longer than you can happiness? As you look all crazy in the face.
1: Well, okay, because are you asking me specifically? Just in general, from maybe your experiences, you
2: dealing with individuals, which challenge? Because le- let me set it up. They say this is from the National Forum Journal of Counseling and Addiction. Talk about it. And they it. say the average person experiences anger at least once a day. So, I've heard multiple times that it takes seven to nine positive thoughts to erase one angry thought. And the reverse is true, that it'll take seven to nine positive. I'm sorry, I may have said that wrong. It takes seven to nine positive thoughts to erase one angry thought. Mm -hmm. So the odds are weighing against you when you think about something that frustrates you, makes you angry, in order to get yourself out of that place where you're frustrated and angry so you've got to come up with a multitude of items that'll get you in a positive mindset in order to get yourself out of that rut so when you reflect on your personal experiences (laughs) you know what you know what you go ahead when you reflect on your personal experiences because the whole reason that we're doing this is to share because sharing is caring with these individuals that are out there, these wonderful people that are listening. Because, again, we're not trying to give this false impression about us being perfection because the imperfections are somewhat would make us perfect. I'm trying to make it sound better.
1: <laughs> I hear you, shit.
2: How does that pertain well, to you?
1: Well, you know, I think that... Um, <clears throat> I think that something that I'm challenged with, okay, <laughs> I get my goddamn thoughts wrapped around this Get it. Because I know I'm not unique in it, okay?
2: Now you want to get friends with you.
1: I got to, Daddy, because <laughs> okay. I want people on my side right now. That's right. I know I'm not unique with it, but something that I am challenged with, I don't know, Daddy, this is where the confusion comes in for me. I don't know if it's anger or if it is Me not letting go of yesterday. Now, I don't know if that makes sense right now, so let me try to clear it up.
2: Well, just to put us on the right direction. Okay. We know what happiness is, right? Yes. Anything south of that (laughs) (laughs) will fall into the categories of what we're talking about. So not just anger. It could be sadness. It could be, you know, I don't know how much space it is. You can use different wonderful melancholy You know, but anything south of happiness, do you find yourself unable to get yourself to a happy place? Uh, Is it more difficult to get yourself to a happy place and a happy space than it is to find yourself in a not so happy space and place?
1: There's been times I've experienced that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, there have been times that I find myself when I can be in a happy place. Mm Mm-hmm. But I can think about something that has taken place yesterday mm-hmm. and it can take me out of that joyful place. Mm-hmm. And what I'm challenged with, nobody will know my thoughts. Like nobody will know my thoughts but me. And I can be just, just as cool and go in the back room and get in that back room and something say, remember when this happened? And then the whole story comes back to me like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And now I am just as angry as I was in the moment that it happened. And it could have been years ago.
2: And what you good folks may not be able to see right now is the twisted uh, formation of my mouth when she says that no one knows what she's thinking. But though you might not know what Monique is thinking, the one thing you know about this wonderful Sagittarian spirit is that something, something, in the words of Keith Sweat, something, something, just ain't right. right. Was that Keith Sweat who said
1: that? Yes, what Keith Sweat said, okay. Daddy. No, because what I'm, what I'm saying is, let me correct it, because sometimes, y'all, my mouth moves faster than my mind because I want to say it.
2: Go ahead baby Because you're all tongue twisted today
1: I I, I think that Robin and I don't appreciate the shit That you just going to sit back in the chair Talking about I'm appreciating I think that Where I'm challenged with Is when I do go to that place And I do go back to yesterday And then I go around my family They know something's wrong but they don't know what it is. Don't nobody know? Did I say something to mommy? Did I say something to Monique? Did I? And nobody has nothing to do with it. It is some shit that I have gone back to to say, I can't believe I let that happen. I can't believe I let them treat me that way. I can't believe I let them talk to me that way. Now, my family has nothing, my children have nothing to do with that, but I'm still challenged with. Don't nobody need to know what I'm dealing with when I'm dealing with that. Does that make sense?
2: It absolutely does.
1: So when you say, can I hold on to anger longer than I can happiness, I don't know that I can hold on to anger longer than I can happiness. I just think I'm challenged with letting go the angers of yesterday.
2: So hence, yes. (laughs)
1: All right, then shit. We're gonna say it then. Yeah,
2: it is. All right, dad, is. then go on. And again, on that, and that, that's the reason for this. Get out that's... my face, okay?
1: <laughs> because since you don't want to say nothing on the microphone, okay, but I don't appreciate you side eyeing me. Like, what? Then say it then. If you have something <laughs> to like, oh, say, go on and say it. We're all affected
3: when there is something going on in the mind of somebody that we love. It shows on their face. It shows in their actions. It shows in everything. And there's no confusion if you know that you didn't do anything, but but the person in you wants to help them. Like, what's wrong? Do you want to talk about it? So if you don't, if you feel like you don't want to tell people or you don't want to, you should say something because somebody might be able to relate and help you to what? get through it,
1: the, through Go on, walk. Here's Go on. what I appreciate about this conversation, and the person is talking right now is, is our cousin, Robin Lee. <laughs> okay, <but> did, <laughs> I I, I, did I say your day. name like Robin Lee? Because I think Lee, we're both challenged with that. I think that we are both challenged with that because I think that that is what we come from. Because there are times that I will see you, and I don't know what's wrong, and you'll say nothing. But because I know you so well, just like you know me.
3: But
2: tell me in the last month when you've seen oh, me that. Well, I see, oh. here's the thing. Before y'all go on the bitch trying to go back <laughs> to the last month. Before y'all go in the last month, you before, before you before, before, you, you know before mean, we go back it. to the last month, yes. what we looking at in the, the bigger picture is the individuals out there that haven't had the awakening that you may have had within the last month. So there's a level of empathy based upon where you two sit where obviously you can understand each other's position, that mm-hmm. that is a struggle. So there are other, other individuals out there who understand. Now, full points from that National Forum Journal of Counseling and Addiction, they stated were part of the reason for the anger is your past experiences, which you just spoke about. Mm-hmm. Behavior learned from others, genetic predisposition, Like just in the DNA, you all messed up. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't had no control of that. So you want to talk about our family like that, (laughs) right? I ain't
3: saying that. I'm
2: saying in general. I'm saying 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 in general.
3: I received that. I'm saying in general. It it helps to understand
2: and lack of problem solving ability. Mm. So when you have those four things that are going against you, now we kind of get into the crooks of the proverbial matter. Because now we're understanding why one may revert to anger over happiness. Because, again, past experience, behavior learned from others, genetic predisposition, and lack of problem-solving ability. So, what, have I, what are our folks from Periscope saying?
1: And then you, why, why, probably looking at that, but then the reason why I really like this show, because you understand you're not in it by yourself, because,
2: I'm sorry, green.
1: yes, Green Tea said it's easy to, it easy to be defensive.
2: What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I, I, I agree mm-hmm. because, <laughs> Daddy, you know. Well, you agree. Okay. Rock and roll. Because I think that when you're hearing the truth about yourself, even though it's coming from people that love you, in the moment your ego says, I'm not that, even though the real part of you says that's exactly who you are. Now, I have, I deal with a couple of people. I deal with Monique and I deal with Doreen. Doreen. Okay. And Doreen is that bitch inside of me. Baby.
2: From hell. <laughs> that,
1: that like the jump shit. Doreen is that bitch to say, remember, I want you to go back seven years ago. I want you to go back 20 years ago. She 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 likes to take me back. So I have to deal with her out loud. Right. But it allows me to know that even in our talks, as when we have our sister talks, me and Rob and me and Tommy, me and Veronica, me and and, and our sister friends, when we have our talks, I realize I'm I'm not crazy. I'm not in it by myself. I'm not unique. And then when we have those real conversations and you say, well, what was you mad about? And then you say, as you bust out laughing, I really oh, no. don't know. But everybody ate it, you know. And I don't want my family to continue to eat my yesterdays because they really have nothing to do with that.
2: Right, right. Well, we're getting ready to tune out our good friends.
1: All oh, my babies, Yeah. So we're going, to, uh, we're going to say to all of our Periscopers right now, thank you all for tuning in. But we want you all to tune in Monday to hear the rest of the show. That's what's that, up. they like, God damn it, Monique. This was... So come Monday at 1 p.m., go to play.it and listen to the entire show. We love you all, babies. Mwah.
2: But as you were saying, you don't want folks to...
1: I, I don't want... My family, and when I say my family, I mean my husband, my children, our extended family, I don't want them to have to deal with the hurts of my yesterdays. And there are times that I put y'all through that. And again, knowing that I'm not unique because I've watched that happen throughout my life. I've, I've watched that I've watched most of the adults I dealt with as a child, they would go in the room, okay. And then they come back and shit be different. You'd be like, well, what? This, what What happened? So it almost became, oh, that's what it is.
2: Right. So Back to behaviors learned from others.
1: Behaviors learned from others. So, you know, and here's the one thing, too, that there was a time, y'all, I wouldn't have been able to say this out loud. Mm -hmm. because when you have people that don't know you but know you, and they say, oh, my God, you saved my life, you changed my life, you motivate Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. you inspire me. Mm -hmm. When you hear that and you read that constantly, it's easy to believe it. And it's easy to get in disbelief when you have a handful of people not saying you ain't shit. They're not saying you're unlovable. They're, not, they're just saying, hey, I need you to get this together.
2: Right. And those saying a man can't be considered a prophet in his own town. In his own town. It's one of those things. You see them every day. You don't know anything. But these people love me from around the world. Right. And they're going to tell me the real. But they don't get an opportunity to know you to tell you the real. So for the people that are, are listening, it's one of those things where – how do we get out of that place? What's the inspiration to take us out of that place of holding on to anger, frustrations, um, longer than we do happiness? For myself, I would say what was the catalyst for me is watching my father as a child because he'd be angry, A-N-G-L-Y. Angley, or is that A-N-G-L-E-E?
1: <laughs> but I never saw him like
2: that. Right. Well, you never saw him because you lived in a different residence <laughs> <Yes>. than I. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but you get an opportunity, and growing up, there were individuals that you saw who were a certain way. And I was fortunate enough, again, and I always revert back to it, to have someone sit down and talk to me, which was my grandmother and my Mother, on occasion, she would say, because when I was small, I had a bad temper. If you mess with me, I wouldn't mess with you, but if you mess with me, it'd be bad. But then I watched my father, who was a verbally abusive and a physically abusive individual, and I used to ask the universe, when I get older, please do not allow me to be that way. And it's one of those things that you have to first acknowledge that you have a, a concern, a problem. And as a child, I was fortunate enough to realize I had a problem because it was very overt that if you mess with me, I'm quick tempered. We're going to get down. We're going to scrap or just being able to be pissed off. But my mother was the type of individual who you can have a conversation with a w- one moment. She's not happy at that moment. But five minutes later, her and I could have a conversation like nothing ever happened with the understanding of what happened, but we won't go back into that place out of respect for one another. So, again, getting an opportunity to to learn behaviors from others because how would you describe my demeanor?
1: Very patient, very calm. Sometimes I think so patient, I'm almost like, is this real? Because, (laughs) because (laughs) Some of the shit, y'all. I've taken to my husband and I've said to him, if the shoe were on the other foot, I don't know. if, if I could be so patient.
2: Right. She be on snapped. Oh. <laughs> we
1: be on snapped. <laughs> they be trying to figure out where the body's located, how. No. But 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 very, very calm and, and very um collected all the time. Which That's something that I need because if I had the same energy that I had, you're right. Not only would I have been on Snap, but he would have been on the first 48, so we'd have did each other. But, you know, with that personality, it allows me to grow in a way that I never thought I could. With your personality, it allows me to be so honest because I know at the end, there's no judgment with it. And it allows me to not just point the finger, because oftentimes I can I can pick out your faults, your faults, I can pick out everybody's faults around me. It's a gift. I know, Daddy, I can see it. You can see it. Welcome to Play It, a
0: new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: Then the moment the point gets to me, I'm crestfallen and I'm devastated. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, God, why would you say that and how could you say that? But is the shit true? Is it true? And when you have to say to yourself, yes, it's true. And then, y'all, I can be guilty of this, too. I'll say, I've been doing good for X, Y, Z. What you mean? But I got a history of this shit. So, though I've been, <laughs> I've been good for a week, I've been good for a week, but, but, but you didn't carry this shit on for five years. So, now in a week, you want us to stand up and give you an applause. So, when I say that this is allowing me, y'all, and, and again, I'm trying to save my goddamn life. And if it can save some other ones involved, come on and get on the train. But it allows me not to walk around with it and hold on to it and not be fraudulent. Cause that's a fear for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get up on nobody's stage and get to saying shit that I know I'm not walking and I'm not living.
2: Well, the one thing no one could ever accuse you of, <laughs> okay, is trying to be perfect. Okay, because you will say what it is, and I think that's what people appreciate—that we're not trying to walk around and say, "How do you live your best life?" But you've I'm, never you're not lived. Say that
1: every time. But
2: like- but you've never lived any life to have made a mistake to. Have a need to say, you know what, I needed to make some corrections. Mm -hmm. And we've all needed to make some corrections. The question is, were you assertive enough? Were you truthful enough? Were you blessed enough to have people around you who would tell you these are corrections that you need to make uh, in yourself? And are we so quick to say, I'm doing better versus, you know what, I got to take it day by day, minute by minute, because something can change and you never know what's coming around the corner again. I've been fortunate enough to see, for lack of a better word, interesting behavior, crazy behavior, someone would say, prior to meeting you.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
2: So, with with the understanding that as wild as my dad was, I love him and understand that I didn't understand what it was, or still to this day don't understand all of the things that happened to him as a human being prior to my existence that made him the way he was before I had even, before I was born. So when you reserve your judgment towards others, it allows us to have this conversation. So before you you speak about how you've acted, it's like I've seen this before and you and him are the same exact sign, as you very well know. And, But my grandmother was the same sign and a different demeanor whereby she was the type of person, the sweetest person that you would ever want to meet. If you got her wrong, you knew you got her wrong. Whereby, if you got him wrong, not only did you get him wrong, but he may have got you wrong and then acted (laughs) like he was done wrong, okay? So how do you deal with these folks? Because James said something, and James is our engineer guy, he says- He doesn't have the energy to even partake in being angry at any length of time. And that's my brother in spirit right there because it's the same thing. It's like you're carrying around a a 100-pound weight vest because you're mad. And now as you're carrying that around, you're not just in front of the individual that may have initiated the anger. You're now traveling through the universe as you're passing your children, as you're passing the extended family, as you're passing people in the street and they're wondering, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Mm -hmm. What is going on with this person? And the one thing that I never wanted to do, especially watching the folks that I saw growing up, was take something out on someone else who had nothing to do with the situation that was the catalyst for you being angry in the first place. So again, everyone has different experiences, but at the end of the day, the key is, can you focus in on what it is that are your flaws, own your flaws? Don't be embarrassed by them because to be embarrassed by them is to say that I was going for this perfect thing Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. realizing that, When you identify your flaws, it makes you that much more empathetic towards others when you see theirs. Go on now.
1: Go on now. You know, I I think that too, and this just came to me when you were talking about your dad. Mm -hmm. If I ever see your dad or talk to your dad, I want to tell him thank you because he, along with your grandmother. Prepared you for me. Well, if you see my grandmother. I'm, I'm saying, along <laughs> with your grandmother. along, <laughs> if you see her, along, you, yeah, see her right, right. you hanging out, it's a different type of <laughs> we situation. <didn't> go <laughs> somewhere different. We done gone somewhere different. But I think that, I'm saying, with the, the teachings and the training and the upbringing, I think that because of your dad's personality, you knew how to and know how to deal with me. And I never thought about that till right now because at one point it. It was always, I want to thank your grandmother when that time comes and and I go to the next journey and I'm able to have a conversation with her. I want to thank her for preparing you for me because the conversations we have about your grandmother, she truly got you prepared for your family. But your dad did too. And my mother did too. I I mean, your mom did too. Mm -hmm. Your grandmother, in my opinion, got you prepared with just shit, just knowing how to treat life. Just treat life. I think your mom was just a sweetie. Like, your mom just sweet tea. It's like, Gene, be good, be nice, be sweet.
2: But also, I watched him forgive a man for being physically abusive yes. to her and verbally abusive and essentially says, listen, you got to start all over because if you and Jean stay in this house, I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> I'm going to blow it up so that at that point... I guess my mother decided we're going to do like the Colts and we're going to just going to move on out of here and find us a new place to go. But to forgive him, have love for him as a human being, as if nothing ever happened, you learn something from that. And you start seeing that oftentimes the individuals who appear to be strong simply because of their ferocity in which they are able to hold on to their happiness. And somehow we associate that with being strong. Really, the strength comes in the forgiveness and to be able to let down your guard and say, I'm not infallible. I'm not someone who has no weaknesses. And I'm comfortable in saying it, though I'm not a victim because of these said weaknesses. However, I'm not this person that's looking to be Hercules either I'm content with being a human being trying to make it in this world because at some point in time I may have to show the forgiveness to others but I may also need others to forgive me for however it is that I act so because I haven't in your opinion been one who has gone off or anything you know Unbeknownst to us, we know not what the future holds. And something may happen. The personality may change or whatever. But then and lies your opportunity to show empathy. I don't expect those things by any means. I'm just going to wake up and slap you in the mouth.
1: No. Bam, bam. Well, now, well, that, well, that's, but, that's different. It's different, but it depends on when the slap in the mouth comes. Okay, only when we're naked. Okay. <laughs> okay. then it's different. If you slap in the mouth okay, Mouth comes, when you're naked. Talk
2: about it. Right. That ass ever, the police ain't gonna get you. The police ain't gonna get you, (laughs) because see, you slap your woman up in the mouth and y'all both come to the door naked. We heard it was a disturbance. We were just playing, okay? We were just playing. They understand, okay? (laughs) But you can't be just slapping your woman in the mouth and y'all dressed in front of the kids and all of that.
1: Mm -mm. Right. Mm
2: -mm. So, that being the case, it's, it's almost like saying, listen, what makes you feel best inside? And oftentimes, anger for people is like a warm bath. Oh. It's comforting, it's relaxing, it's soothing, despite how, dis- how disturbing it can be.
1: And we have to ask ourselves, why? Like, why do we get so comfortable in being angry? Now, I'm going to say this just from my experiences. And for the last few years, I've been traveling around the country doing comedy clubs, and I'll just say women. I won't say black women, white women, Asian women. I'm going to just say women, and I can't tell you how many women that I look out into that audience, and they have a look on their face that life is coming to an end in the next minute. And it's like, well, damn, you at a comedy club, and you can't even laugh your way through it. Which makes me say, "Why I'm on that stage, bitch? You're no different. You just up on the stage right now. But just like you looking at that woman with that look on her face like that, there's nothing you can say to me that's gonna break this wall of misery. And nothing you can say to me. I'm gonna stay in it. I'm like, Monique, how are you being viewed? How are you being viewed?
2: And ironically, in that moment, because you shared the, that story with me numerous times. That's the reason why when you're on the stage, it's your goal to then make them into the converted. And then they walk away having a good time because what you show them in that moment through laughter is you can try to hold on if you want to. You can try to hold on, on to it, but I'm going to love you enough to make you laugh in this moment. And that's why you get the reactions that you get at the end, because Much like what you're speaking about now through patience, you're patient enough to go through the show and send your energy to them so that at the end of the show, then what do they say to you?
1: At the end of the show, oftentimes we crying, crying, we crying and hugging and holding on. And we're thanking each other. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not them just saying, Monique, we're thanking each other because what they're letting me see is I'm willing to let it get off of me. Mm -hmm. Though I sat here for the first 15, 20 minutes and I wanted to be so tight and mad, I'm willing to let it get off of me. So it's motivating for me when I do see that and to say, fight for it. You know, fight for it. And and I know in reading a lot of... um, biographies Mm -hmm. entertainers biographies and and a lot of them had the same story the world thought I was the greatest but my family didn't think I was shit Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I'm like Monique you got the blueprint right in front of you with several of these stories and I just don't want that to be my story Mm -hmm. you know and and excited to say it out loud so that for the sisters that's listening to this podcast right now if they see me at the Walmart Walk past me and say, bitch, you working on that? And I'm going to say, bitch, you working on it? And we can high-five and hug and and know that that's a feeling of we trying to fight for it.
2: With the understanding that anger is not a bad thing, it can be a motivating thing. It can be a necessary thing because those that hold on to it and you may not ever see it are the ones who all of a sudden you'd be like, well, what happened to him? He just had a stroke because you holding on to it and not letting it go. Mm-hmm. The one thing about it is you'll let it go, but you got to let it go. So everything happens for a reason, and there's some positives to being angry, and you vent. But as opposed to, again, the word vent means you're letting it go, you're breathing it out, as opposed to just holding on to that anger and you're walking around mad. So there's some positives to it. But it's the negatives come in when you just bathing in it. You like the dog after they just got out of the water, and they're gonna run over to the grass and then roll around in it. <laughs> and that's what you're gonna do with the anger.
1: Oh shit! Why do you think we hold on to it, Tommy T? I'm,
3: you know, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this whole word anger because in my definition, I could have a, I could paint a picture. And say it looks like this, but I justify mine because it doesn't look like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hearing, you know, the conversation. And I could have a happy-go-lucky disposition, but be holding on to anger because I justified it because I did it this way. Mm-hmm. Or I might have showed it and said, well, is she trying me? Yes. But that's my way. But now I'm not saying that's anger. I'm saying I'm just defending myself. So I got different pockets of undercoverness <laughs> of anger, but I don't call it anger because I got a picture of what anger looked like, and I'm saying I'm not that.
2: And how do you feel inside, though?
3: I ju- I'm justified. Well, so, how you do know, you feel
2: inside in reference to if someone was this, I put a description on the emotions that you're feeling? Would it be anger?
3: Not until somebody bring it to my attention, because in in doing it, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like I did what I was supposed to do. Right. She looked at me wrong. Right. So, But that was uh, anger.
2: Right. But after you reevaluate it, what do you consider it to be?
3: It's some anger displacement there that needs to be checked. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in listening to the conversation... I'm thinking to myself, but, you know, doing some self-reflection and saying, you display some anger, but you do it in your way.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: mm-hmm. you might want to call it something else. <laughs> Besides, <laughs> you
2: know, call it something <laughs> else. You, know yes.
3: you might want to just say, no, I ain't angry. Because I got a whole nother picture of what angry looked like. Right. So when you, you say angry, right. Yeah, you are supposed to be looking mad and ugly. Right. I was just. Tripping. I'm just looking good with mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, I got out with yeah, a smile all I over did. my face. I did. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But that's still not right. And and but I think that's the 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 goodness of this show, because there are so many things that we weren't taught. So many. There are so many. I am truly a product of my environment. I truly am. Because these behaviors were truly learned. Mm -hmm. It it, it was a learned behavior. As you speak about your grandmother, my grandmother meant me, baby. I thought it was gold. Mm -hmm. But when she came to live with us, Mm -hmm. I got a chance to see where I get it from. I remember one morning my grandmother got up and when my grandmother came to stay with us, we really wanted to make sure she had to do nothing. We didn't, she didn't have to cook, clean, just nothing. Just, you on a vacation for as long as you're here. And one morning, she got up and went in the kitchen. Nobody had done anything to her, nothing. And she tells my sister, Veronica, she says, listen, from here on out, I don't need you cooking nothing for me. Y'all around here acting like I can't do nothing for myself, like I'm just this old woman and I'm helpless. No, no one had did nothing to her. But what I realized was... She had a conversation in her bedroom before she came out in the morning with somebody, okay? (laughs) Whoever did some shit to her, it bothered her that morning. Mm -hmm, So when she came out, the only one she could take it out on was Veronica. Well, what I love about Veronica is she's been consistent for the last 18 years. I ain't never seen her mad. I ain't never seen her out of pocket. I ain't never seen her upset. Never. And this is my grandmother. So Veronica says to my grandmother, because at the time I was taking boxing, and there were two sets of boxing gloves on the counter. So Veronica takes one set of boxing gloves and sits them in front of my grandmother. She said, whenever you're ready to go outside and do it, we can go outside and do it. And my grandmother just bust out laughing like, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. I was being ugly. And then she laughed, and they smiled, and then she went back in her room And even in that moment, I was so proud of my grandmother because in her 80s, she was saying without saying it, y'all, I'm still willing to get it. I'm still willing to learn. Y'all ain't done nothing to me. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, that shit was eating me up in that bedroom. And it gave me a chance to say, Monique, what you dealing with is real.
2: It's real. And then
1: she got even better.
2: When she found out what that Cinemax channel was Mm-mm. and she started tuning <laughs> no. in and then got better than that when she found out that this was Spanish she was looking at and got to the English version.
1: Okay, so you're going to tell them about my grandmother watching the Playboy channel that's in what, Spanish. Well, that's what I did. You're going to put that out there like that's that? That's what I did. I'm just telling her about how she found went from angry Come to on. happiness. Because when she found that channel, baby, Come on. everything was off, right? Everything. Everything. Listen, well, I gotta tell a damn story now, Daddy, because cool. you to put it out there. So, for me, I think that women and men should have sex until they just can't no more. Right. Until their legs say, "I, I, I, I can't open." It's nothing I can do. Till till it's over. If you're 125, I still believe your body should do what comes natural to it. Well. My grandmother and I would joke sometime and I would ask her, Mimi, do you want me to get you a man? And she would say, Nikki, stop being fresh. And I'm like, Mimi, but you still a woman. She done had three husbands, buried all three of them, right? Till one day, real talk, my grandmother said, let me tell you something. I done had the men, baby. I done had so many that if I don't never see another one in my life, I'm good. I said that's where I come from. Right. That's where I come from. Cuz how many <laughs> husbands you had? 3 of them, okay. daddy.
2: But I- oh. genetically predisposition <laughs>
1: <laughs> genetically predisposed to the things that you are experiencing. So, we had to get my grandmother to happy. So, one night, well, my grandmother has been sleep was sleeping, you know, all during the day. You know, she's <laughs> sleeping three or four o'clock. We like, what's going on? What's happening? Why are you sleeping so late? And they say when elderly people begin to sleep like that, they get ready, they're getting ready to go to the next journey. So we trying to figure out what's going on until my oldest son said one morning, he said, "My last night, I was watching the adult channel he didn't want to say the porn channel right I was watching the adult channel he said but I turned it all the way down because I thought I could hear it echoing he said and Mama Mimi was watching what I was watching in her room so, but in Spanish so I go to say Mimi listen what? why are you sleeping so late what's going on she said, well, i be watching Channel 779 for a long time. And I'm like, well, what's on Channel 779? I turn on 779, and it's Spanish porn. And I said, Mimi, don't you ever watch Channel 779 again. It's Channel 771 in English. That's right. So that way <laughs> you can get your thing right and go on to sleep. So...
2: Because y'all like to know what the story is. Y'all want to know the story.
1: But it got her right. It got her right. It got her right. right. And I was so proud of my grandmother because even in her getting ready to make the transition, she was still willing to fight for happiness, even in her 80s.
2: And through pornography, we are able to make the connection that you (laughs) too. (laughs) Need to find your happiness, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Grandma Mimi found hers through porn. You can find yours in other ways and or porn, whatever you like. I know the Bible thumpers out there, they'll be upset. But in jest, what we say is find what makes you happy to pull you out of the anger because life is extremely short. Life is extremely short, and we hear it all the time till we go into Uncle Buzz's funeral and then... The pastor's saying, life is so short, we say we'll be gone. Let's not wait till that happens and realize that what you got to be upset for. Maybe
1: it's a lie. And, and you don't want them lying at your funeral. You don't want them lying at your funeral. Because some funerals go to they lying. Because that ass that's laying in that coffin. is not this good person that y'all are talking about. Uh-uh. That ass in that coffin was always mad, mean, angry, just always a problem. So, I want to go to one of them funerals Uh-oh. where they say, pay attention to this dead ass right here. Right. Pay attention, because don't nobody like him. Oh. Ain't nobody came up to view the body, see the body, nothing. And y'all sitting out here in the audience, y'all don't even know his ass. We just asked y'all to come in. Right. So we could try to respect the universe That's to, to show that seven somebody felt something for right, him.
2: Right, 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 right.
1: That's not where I want to be. That's not where I want to be. And I'm going to say it again that is not where I want to be. I do not want to be in a place of where my family know me as one person and everybody else know me as somebody else. And I ain't saying I'm no bitch at home. I'm not saying I'm just walking around breaking up shit and kicking nothing over. (laughs) Right, Daddy?
2: Right. You ain't breaking (laughs) shit and kicking it over. You're not. Okay. You're not.
1: Welcome to Play It, a new
3: podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech,
0: entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: So I, I really want to put forth the effort to say to the sisters out there, y'all, let's fight for it.
2: And not just the sisters. The brothers
1: too. People. Every
2: people. Because, again, we, we get into this separation of, right. of individuals, and you're going to find women that may have that concern, men that have that concern and not. But it's one of those things where you ask yourself, what are you putting your folks and your friends through? And if you need their help, ask them to help you out. Get an honest assessment. And to those that are around individuals that carry that disposition, be a friend. Be a family member for real and pull them up and have that conversation. Because oftentimes we feel like we don't want to hurt their feelings. Meanwhile, you allow them to walk around and hurt yours.
1: Mm. And it's
2: going to better them in the long run. So it's like that's part of the honesty and the realness of having, you know, those past experiences where if you don't have that concern, because your concern is you gamble, okay? That's your concern. (laughs) And they like, Nessa, listen, you be spending all the money out here gambling. (laughs) Right. You be spending all the money out here gambling. But you ain't mean. You can help me with the mean. I can help you with the gambling. Yes. Okay? Yes. So it's like we as people can help one another out just by simply being honest. Because despite the fact that people may h- hold on to anger longer than happiness, truly they don't want to be angry.
1: Mm-mm.
2: mm Because happiness feels a whole lot different.
1: And you know what else? I, I don't want to happen, because I think it is also generationally. I think that, and as I sit here and I think about what person in my family, and I'm talking my mom, dad, aunts, uncles, grandparents, what person in the family did I see that could really face it head on? Like, who was that person that I, as a child, that I could say, they dealt with it head on. Mm-hmm. You know, they. I never saw them mad or upset. They just dealt with it and kept going. And I can't name anyone. Mm-hmm. And again, like you always say, not that anybody's bad people, mm-hmm. but I just think generationally it just keeps going. And then you find someone that says, or you find people that says, I really don't know how to do it differently. Mm-hmm. I really don't know how to get to that place of happy because now I'm 50. And for 50 years... I've only known to do it this way. And to get to that place can sometimes even be uncomfortable because then you start saying, I know something going to go wrong because it's going too right? Mm-hmm. It's been a month. I ain't I ain't argue. I ain't mad. I ain't feeling sick. I got to create something.
2: Right. but yeah. But again, those individuals that feel like they can't really don't understand that they can because the same way they can – condition themselves to be angry. They can re- recondition themselves to resist it and or resist the need to hold on to it. You can't help reflexively if something takes place that ticks you off. You can't because it's like the doctor taking the mallet and hitting you in the knee and you're trying to resist moving your leg forward. But you can resist the urge to stay mad at length, as opposed to learning how to address it. And the answers are within. They're not this complex thing where even though, it, especially when you identify they came from when I was a child, well, the answers are within you. Like what makes you feel the best? What are things that make you feel good? What allows you to take your mind off of your frustration? And what what helps me is the understanding of, imagine yourself with the person that you're dealing with and imagine the worst case scenario you punch them in their mouth and they punch you in yours that sounds funny and then after that you go and you get something and you beat them to a pulp to a pulp and they laid out massacred. now what happens next then the police they come don't they
1: Mm -hmm.
2: then after the police come what happens to you
1: do you get locked up?
2: Then after you get locked up, where you go? You
1: go to jail. How long do you go to jail Probably. for killing somebody? Well, now, wait a minute. We want to killing. we getting to
2: killing. We're going to take it to okay, the extreme well, then you because people are angry. Time. Come on. If you're angry, so take it to the extreme. Yes. And again, put yourself on that beam of light and see it all the way to the end as to where your anger can take you. And then after you see where your anger can take you and you sit there in the cell and knowing that you're going to be there forever, and then you say to yourself, if I had it to do all over again, I wouldn't have made the decision. Then wake up out of that place and realize before you do it, you have the chance to do it over. You just took yourself there and now you brought yourself back without even committing any crimes. So sometimes in the moment where we're talking about count to 10, Yes. Don't just count to 10. See where it's going to take you if you keep having this confrontation, this conflict, this problem, dealing with people. Where is it going to take you? And it can take us to many different places, not to that necessary extreme, but to a place that it's not going to be positive. And then put yourself in a position where you can learn how to take it to a positive place because When we've had our concerns and as married as a married couple, we don't want to give the fake Ozzy and Harriet uh, appearance that we've not had any disagreements. We've had it. That's where the love comes in. And really, that's really where the perfection comes in, because if we were perfect, like they say, with no flaws, how could we identify with anyone else who was not? And because. We are imperfect and we have the opportunity to have these conversations. Then we get an opportunity to perfectly interact with our imperfect brethren and sisters so that as you say, they say, you help me. You save my life because how perfect is it to say to someone you've allowed me to rethink the way I was thinking for the betterment of my life? Versus how boring would it be if we had no imperfections and we were just walking around in a world of flawlessness? What would life be like? So there's got to be some concerns to correct. Sometimes people go so far as to creating the concerns purposely, <laughs> you know?
1: Did, did I get a? um? Uh"?
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> so it's one of those things where, uh, again, we can't just negate anger as not being something that we won't experience As if it's not positive because anger can create motivation. I'm angry at the way that I look. So now I'm motivated to look better. But I can't be walking around angry like what are you looking at? Because I know how I look and you looking at me funny because no, no, now, Nadine, you going (laughs) you going to the left.
1: Doreen's sister.
2: Nadine is Doreen's sister. Okay. (laughs) So That's what I feel
1: about it. Well, I want to say I appreciate how you feel about it because the conversations that we're having, I'm telling you, Daddy, when I listen back to them, and and again, I'm sitting right here, and I know all the shit we're saying, but when I listen back to it, Mm -hmm. I'm able to take something from it, just like I know I'll be able to take something from it today. But I'm glad that we did this show because... I think people can walk away with saying, let me check me. Mm-hmm. Let me pay attention to me. Because the shows, oftentimes that we watch right now, it's really challenging for people to really dig in what's for what's real. Mm-hmm. Let's only go for the surface, but let's not go to the real mm-hmm. deep part of what's going on. And I think this show allows us to go to that deep part of what's going on to say, as you say to me, mom, it's only going to be as heavy as you make it. And sometimes, y'all, I want to make shit so heavy that you think I got about 59,000 bricks on my shoulder, mm-hmm. and it was really not even a half a brick, whatever I was supposed to be mad about. And it does, it wastes a lot of time.
2: And when we think we get another day, yes, we got an opportunity to wake up today, and you take it for granted because you sometimes forget because all of your life you've been living, <laughs> And you fail to realize that at some point this will be the last one. So when you analyze it and you understand Mm -hmm. that at some point this will be the last one, this will be the last hello, the last goodbye, and your family, you're going to say goodbye to them. Now we're in the in-between stages of all of that, and now we can – approach that day differently with a smile, with happiness genuinely. Not you're just saying mantras to yourself like a robot, but you're living because you're gratified at the fact that you know this is gonna come to an end because again, we consider it an imperfection, but one of the most perfect things that happen in this imperfect way is that we do make that transition to another place because if we just have forever to live, there would be no rush to to better ourselves. I got shit a millennium left, (laughs) you know? Right. I'll work on me in the next 200 years. But for now, but we don't know when it's gonna come to an end. So really, that's why it's imperative that we learn how to appreciate every day and learn how to not hold on to anger and hold on to happiness much longer than we can hold on to anger.
1: Come on, y'all. So are we willing to hold on to the happiness and get rid of the anger, whatever it may be? Because the one thing that I'm trying to say to myself on a daily, yesterday is gone. You'll never see it again. So there ain't nothing you can do about it. And if you keep tripping out on yesterday, you might not get a chance to see tomorrow. So I have to say that to myself. It don't always work.
2: (laughs) hey, you got to start from somewhere.
1: But I have to say, yesterday it's gone. And there's something else I want to say, too, because what I just sit here and I'm realizing, when I speak about my family, I don't want anyone to think for a second that I come from a group of bad, savage people. Mm-hmm. Because by no means are they. And for the women in my family, what I will say is they some strong sisters. Because I done seen them take some lickings. I done seen them take some knockdowns. I done seen them take some... And they seem to keep pushing forward. So I don't want it all to seem like they're these bad people. It's Mm -hmm. just now as a 48-year-old woman, things that I see in hindsight, it's like, okay, Monique, you have a choice. You can either do directly what they did or you can take another route. Mm -hmm. And what they did may not be wrong. It may be the right thing for them. You just know it's not going to work for you Mm -hmm. and your family. So if we're just willing to really fight for our families— and leave them something different. You know, really say that for me as a woman and as a mother and, and hopefully one day as a grandmother and hopefully one day as a great grandmother, that I can leave them something different. Leave them the spirit of what your mother is giving to our grandba to her grandbabies, which is nothing but sweet tea. What Aunt Dolores is giving them, apple pie. <laughs> just just goodness all the way around, and that's something that I've never experienced. Mm-hmm as a child coming up with grandparents and aunts and uncles and and family members. So I think it's important that when we do say we're gonna really let it go, we then can leave something different for the next ones coming.
2: And not just through our words, but most importantly through our actions.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Most importantly through our actions because my father was born to my grandmother and somehow he missed the memo that I somehow received from her so you can be immersed in a situation <clears throat> with somehow not being submerged in that situation or submerged into a situation with somehow not being immersed in it and for whatever reason that's what it is but again when we really when we really learn and when we really get it it allows us to have that much more understanding for others Again, as we would want them to have for us, because we realize, man, life is not easy. And as my grandmother used to say, it's a great life if you can stand under the strain and the struggle. So we got to stand under the strain and the struggle so that one day we can be at a place of uh, happiness. It appears it's that time again, mama.
1: It appears it's that time, Daddy.
2: You going to take us on home?
1: We're going to take us on home, but we got to thank our guests, Miss Robin Lee and Miss Tom T.
2: Give it up.
3: Shout out, you know.
2: To the West Coast.
3: <laughs> to, to, the, to the girls that's in my life, my daughters. I just want to tell them I'm sorry because, you know, I probably displayed a little anger because I know the word now. <laughs> I apologize.
1: I'm working on it. <laughs> See how it works? And
2: Brother James, too, for his lending of story and engineering. Yes,
1: indeed. And um, this weekend, um, which is the 5th and 6th, I will be at the Dallas Improv. Y'all please come on out. And then um, February 19th 19th and 20th, 20th I will be. Okay. And then. 26th and
3: 27th of February, Houston, Texas.
1: There
2: we and go. And you might as well thank those people that would be coming out this weekend, because when they hear it on Monday,
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> shit,
2: they would have already come out to see you. High five
3: up top, we thank you.
1: Anyway. There that it is, it. then. there it is. We want to thank y'all for joining Monique and Sydney's open relationship. And remember, the mind is like a parachute.
2: It's no good unless it's open.
1: See y'all next time.